Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Da, 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 I don't know why I'm doing Hawaii Five-O music, but it's um, really important that I do. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thanks so much for joining us here at the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, my name's Eddie. Curly's back with us. I don't know where you've been, mate. Houseboat, taking out a tooth. You found more excuses. Root Canal was last very much September. Yeah. The boat was the September before that. Yeah. I can now you've confirm. Been wash, washing your hair. No, I, well, it's been going great. I've, and that's mainly because of watching United. But I've been, <laughs> see what I did. Uh, I have now can confirm I am officially back on dry land and back in London town on a permanent basis. Yeah, no matter what anybody says, we are glad to have you. And also with us, uh, the bad luck uh, is going to leave us now. Aaron, uh, Aaron Paul, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm not bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got something to read there? Yeah, you? I have. Uh, guess what, Eddie? What? Sign up and deposit up to £50 and Labrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. Can you believe it? No, I can't. I did it again crazy. last week. Did you? I did it again on Martial. And can I say it against Newcastle? I think I was quids in. And look what happened. It could have been there all night. It all went peak tong. No, here go. I've got Man United to win at the weekend. Uh, 3-1, 11-1. Yeah. That's not that bad, is it? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, let's see if we uh, relive the past before we look to the future. Uh, so, look, we had it against Tottenham, and uh, that was pretty hard to swallow. But... Uh, even though he hadn't won a, a match up there, I don't know if you've ever been up to Newcastle, but certainly uh, I've drunk in the pub next door while a match has been on, and it is an extraordinary place. 50,000 mm. people go all the time, the support base. But I think 1969 is the last time they won something, not a match, by the way, but Jose has never won at that ground. No, he's never won at that ground, and I've had got lots of memories of Newcastle from my time on Geordie Shore and a time yeah, and a time at Gray's on. Nightclub. Jog on. That's an amazing place. If you've been to Gray's Nightclub, oh, I, you would I, like it. No, no, I, I, they've got like rock, rock shots. I went to rock shots and, and did poppers. Did you? Yeah. And this, a a Gray's Nightclub is like fifty-five. This, this, this is a family-friendly atmosphere. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I just want to share Gray's Nightclub. They've got um, old grannies drinking pineapple Bacardi breezes out of the bottle. Nice. It's a very special, memorable place. Yeah, they take their teeth and, out first. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's an extra. You'd like it. I do. I like odd places. I'd like that place. You'd like that place. But what I talk about the football shall I? Do you want me to? Please. Yeah. Okay. Because basically, Gray's was extraordinary. But United was not extraordinary on Sunday. United were just ordinary once again. And it was depressing. I fell asleep. I mean, I could tell very early on. 
in that first half that we just weren't at it. Um, Pogba ambling around the place, just sloppy, no intensity. And I just drifted off and I had an app and woke up with 35 minutes gone. And I've never done that United match because I've seen it before. And I was basically bored from that first half. Yeah, I mean, one thing that Sanchez brings... Aaron is intensity and he must be wondering whether he's left Arsenal to join Arsenal you could see he was trying he was trying to play those you know those neat little one touch round the corner passes but unfortunately when you haven't got the players that are in that sort of mindset around you to do that you you've got no chance pal I think personally with Sanchez I love him I thought you know 100% we should have gone for him but he's there trying to plug a massive, massive gap on his own where there are other holes around the team that need to be plugged. And that was evident yesterday. I was, there was, I mean, it was obvious what was wrong yesterday. We could not pass the ball in midfield. Everyone complains about the strikers finishing, but they're not getting quality service. They're not getting... You, you there was one time Mar- when, Martial didn't get quality service. You didn't tell yeah, me Lukaku shouldn't have oh, scored. You telling me over, that Sanchez overall, yeah. shouldn't have pulled the trigger first oh, time oh, up, and that was an open goal. Oh, Curly. they should have all scored those goals, right? But, the, but in the first half, there was no pace or penetration on, on looking forward thinking. It was all sideways. Lingard is the mistake. He Mis- should not play. The only he reason he's in he that is team is because he tracks back. He the should the not be in that team. team. You can't he is say the mistake. that about Lingard. Well, I can because I can, no, well, I can, look, because I can see that. Yeah, but you're telling me he scored goals and, and I accept that. Like, Bring him on as an impact player. When I see him, he throws the team off balance. What? Are you sure? Have you watched him the last three months and his goal ratio the last three months? The balance of the team is in midfield that's wrong. Carrick came on, right, uh, with 15, 20 minutes to go, and he played this forward pass, right, with imagination inside the fullback, which Young ran onto and nearly and probably should have scored. That was the first kind of pass from the central midfield players like that in the whole game. But he's not going to give you. He's not going to give you intensity, though, is he? No, but. He'll give you intensity in his passing, which is quick. No, he'll give you vision. He won't give you. He'll give you vision. Intensity in your passing is playing the ball. Intelligence. Yeah, you're not going to play, Matty. No, but it's important. I think that. I think that even though my fundamental position is that we are second to an extraordinary team, and every team from second down to seventh would have to look at themselves, we are at least in second. And when we do this podcast next week. We will still be in second, but I can see the danger signs. I can I see agree with you about that, that we're trying to m- make something where and Mourinho is trying to work something out with the players at his disposal. I don't think the problem personally is midfield in the way that you because you can't play the Chuckle Brothers. I think it's the core. At the end of the day, every side that Manchester United has had has had a solid core. You have the spine of the team right now. Could you turn around and go, I know 100%. If I had a five-a-side team, I'd pick that team. Well, I could. I could. If, I if everybody's fit, I could. No way. But you couldn't. I don't want them to play those two guys together. No, well, you know what Smalling I Morning and Jones. I've, I've talked them. about the Chuckle Brothers for two years. Yeah, you did, yeah. and I apologise. Right? And, 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 I, I and at last. Let good. it go. We're Let recording this. Let it go. Good. Kelly. This is for posterity. I've had to apologise to him last week. But you when you're, week. I can't do it anymore. But, but when your centre half is 45 yards from his own goal, overruns the ball because he's got like bricks for feet and dives, you deserve. For, forget, and dives. Like, forget like, that. No, forget, no, you can't forget that. No, forget you that. can't forget that. Aaron. What I, Aaron, no, 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 I want to tell look you at the why goal. you can't forget it. I want to look at the goal and I want to turn around no, to you and say, go ask you, how big is Dwight? Dwight Gale's about two foot four. <laughs> two foot four. Chris Smalling, I know he's a bit small. He looks like he's got asthma. Yeah, he stands there and he's turned around and he's gone, 
Yeah. You know what do I get? Get goal side of me, mate, because I'll leave you a big gap. Let's give you a two and a half square metre gap over there. Matt Ritchie, take your pick, pal. Aaron, the goal came from Smalling's dive. It came the from his kick, dive. The yeah. free kick came from the dive. 100%. Smalling isn't an idiot and, and, yeah. and doesn't dive. The free kick doesn't happen. Who doesn't attack the ball beforehand? Pogba and uh, Matic. It comes from his dive, fair enough. You know what? Whatever happens, happens. You give away a set piece, you give away a set piece. Yeah. But Black if you man are, don't if you, jump. No, no, no. If you That's are a defender... <laughs> Black men don't jump. That's Pogba. It's <laughs> 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 a sequel. That's yeah, the sequel. If you are a defender... What should your number one aim be? Defend, mate. He is gone and gone. Here you go, pal. Have a free pass. You, you know, go Two for it. Two things could have happened way before that, which are fundamental rules of football. One, don't dive. You're a centre-half 45 yards from your own goal because you've overran it and the referee's going to clock you and see it. Two, a ball comes from 45 yards away into the corner of the box and you're six foot five, eighty-nine million pound footballer Jump for the header and compete for it. He didn't jump. Now, I can't work out because actually when I used to watch uh, the boy at Man City, um, the one who's come from Barcelona, who's too old to... Yaya. Yaya, when he walks, I don't know if it's a limp, if it's a swagger or or whatever. And that's that's the movement. When Pogba walks, is he injured? Is that his swagger? Because there was a rumour about him being injured. Yeah, but Chris Waddle was the same. But he was sick, no. <laughs> yeah, I know, but Chris Waddle like, walked with injured. a swagger. He was injured. He, no, but he walked no. with a swagger. He looked lazy, head down. He always looked knackered, didn't he, Chris Waddle? Do you know what I mean? You know, I know what you that mean. That kind of lumbering kind of thing. I think there's a, he is the boss in terms of Man United. When I see him on form, the team plays. He's had a lot of criticism uh, this week. Sooners has absolutely gone for yeah, him on telly and gone junk. for him in print as well. <laughs> and said he's a schoolboy footballer. Age. The fact that Sky and, you know, you and I, we, I think, presume we all work in sort of broadcast media. You know what? The fact that Sky continually employ Graham Sooness to cover Manchester United, it's like, pal, why? Why? The it's guy. Up. You know what? But he might be, he might, he win, might be right. We could win 52 0 and the guy will go, oh, I don't think it's a great performance from you. Yeah, but he today. might be right about what Pogba. What are you on about? He might be right about Pogba. But he has been consistently right about Pogba when it comes to the big games. That's all he's ever said. And Pogba's proved it in the big games. When he's played in the two, he's been found out. You can carry Pogba in at home against. Uh, Bottom ten side, you can you can carry him in a two in midfield because they're not going to get as much ball in an away game, especially against the big six. He's been found out every time. I think we've all been found out though. The whole side's been found out. He's yeah. been really found yeah. out because he's just getting too far ahead of the ball and he's not tracking the back. But let him do. His, well, his, yeah, but put Matic and a character there. Then let him do I, what his he does. Price tag, I agree with you. His price tag will always hang over him like an albatross. Of course, but at the moment, I think it's his performances that are hanging over him in the big games. First and foremost, he's not dominating in the way that he should. And, and, it, and he, you you Mourinho that, has to. When he was injured, right? So he's come in the beginning four ones, winning, and then we came yeah. out whatever something. I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you because I accept what you're saying. But what I'm trying to explain is that something has happened. Over the last month, it is not about playing football. It's about swagger. It's about confidence. It's about something has happened that we are not aware of because that is uh, not the same guy who started I off th- at the I, beginning I, of this. No, I think I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Something has happened. He's lost, and he's starting to believe what everyone in the soonest of this world are saying about him in the big games. 
big games. And he's not, and he he can release the ball sooner. He holds onto the ball too long. He doesn't pass it quick enough in the right areas. This has been a constant criticism. When he's good, he's amazing. And he's and that's part of our frustration because we all know what he's capable of yeah. and we want to see it more often. He could be a monster. And, and in terms of that, you know, Rashford was really badly missed. I think that he's injured. Yeah. But you could imagine that he would have been the guy to have made a difference. Because Martial's pace caused him he's, problems. I th- he's I th- just finishing. Wasn't I think him. the fact that he's he's young and he's sort of fearless. I always say, you know, covering football, I look at someone like Ryan Sessegnon at Fulham. He's young. He's fearless. The kid is banging hat tricks for f- as it's going out of fashion. Knocking him in. Sixteen years old. Coming in. Brilliant. Because at that age. You are playing football for fun. You're playing football because you enjoy it. And you know what? It's what you remember as a youth player. When you're 28, 29, forget playing football. You're thinking about, God, when's my next payday coming? When is my next payday coming? Rashford right now. That's why, you know, the it was the sheer beauty of him under Van Gaal to introduce him. Those two goals against Midgetland or whoever they are. Brilliant. Arsenal, brilliant. You know what? You just felt this raw sort of presence about this kid. As if to say, yes, brilliant. But he's going through his first dip the past two months. You know, you can see a little bit of confidence has gone in him a bit. He should be Harry Kane. He's He's got everything that Kane's got. I think he's everything Ronaldo's potentially got at the same age. Yeah, apparently he's got a lot of tricks that he doesn't use Do you think, though, that it's wrong to play him out wide and he should be playing out and out forward? Well, he can't if Lukaku's in there. But this is the question I've been talking to so many people about. Jose will never, ever, ever drop Lukaku. Well, I think he said it. He's, he can't. He, I mean, not right now. He can't. Not, not, yet, not right not now. Yet. I mean, I think Lukaku actually did all right yesterday. I thought his work outside the box was decent. One of the best. I, I'll agree with you. One, one of the best he things hard. he did yesterday. Last twenty you. minutes, I expected a bit more from him. He seemed to like go down after they scored. No one really grabbed the game at that point. And went right. We're going to get back into this in the way that we're used to seeing. The, I, but I, I, I think no. You're right. He won't drop. The, he won't drop for a bit. The thing is, if we could go with a forward line of Sanchez. Martial and, and Rashford look at the youth the exuberance the pace in that forward that's a devastating forward yeah, but in order to play paper, that, that that's, is, that's a Liverpool thing but in order to play that you would need to have a midfield and a defence that you could absolutely rely on and neither of those is operating the way do you, do you speak Spanish? no do you speak Spanish? I'll oh, ask a question donde, en, donde esta Marcos Rojo? <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. we need that Argentinian nut job back. Because you know what? He adds a bit of unpredictability. He might give away the old penalty here and there. You know what? Hey, In the last minute. he's better than Smalling. Yeah, I don't know what's no. happened to Herrera. He was a kind of linchpin of the side oh, last year. And something's gone He wrong. can't. He Well, I think he thought he was going to be a linchpin after his last season. And he didn't get into the team. And I think it bothered him massively. Now, I've seen him this season. I don't know what he does. He can't tackle. He can't pass. He can't edit. He's not He's not doing anything he did last year. Well, where's well, Blind? I, I said something. I said something like two weeks ago. Play McTominay. You know what? That kid yeah. looks like a natural Manchester United player. And funny, I was watching the Munich service last week and someone, you know, got a, a clip of Sir Alex Ferguson pulling up Jose Mourinho and pointing at McTominay going, play him, play him. Um, you know what? Do it. He looks the part because I, I went to Old Trafford before Christmas and he, he played, made his home debut. And particularly in the second half, he looked a player with a pass. He reminded me of Beckham a little bit. It's good early player. Beckham. It's good Very player. early Beckham in terms of his distribution. He's but got potential, that lad. You, if you look at the team, then you would look at players who are very good, right? And uh, what I think we're going to look at in a few short minutes is 
how you get uh, an individual team to play and reach a sum that's more than its individual parts. So he's got all the right equipment. How do we get this Meccano, this Lego, together? We'll do that in a few short minutes. Uh, this is the Manchester United broadcast. <laughs> This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back. The Manchester United Redcast here broadcasting from the heart of what is now the sixth richest country in the world. Uh, the sixth richest person in the room is Curly, Chris Curly. The sixth sexiest voice in London is <laughs> Eddie in the room Lister, as well. Yes. <laughs> I'm listening to you now, Eddie, going, oh, oh I need you on Wednesday for Valentine's would, Day. I, I Can would. you send me some messages? I, I for, would. For a Honestly, if I was I, I'm number one. I would. No, I was feeling a little bit distracted uh, by Mr. Eddie's Mr. Mr. Paul is here as well. How are you, Aaron? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not well, bad. We're, we're talking about... We know we've got a problem. And when we've gone through the spine before, when we've gone through... Uh, from De Gea, Bailly, Pogba, Matic, uh, looking up at w- whether you go through Lukaku or whether you go through Martial and Rashford. Y- you've got the nucleus upside before we even start bringing Luke Shaw or people like that in. But how do we get this squad, this assembled mercenary out I need to make together? one point before you start on that. If we know at a point that, you know what, we're going to be dead to, to top four. I think, personally, and if I was a football manager, that's, this is what I'd do. I'd start bringing in the youth prospects that we've got around us to kind of judge and try and blend them into the first team. You've got uh, Timothy Fosumento out on loan at Palace. That's right. I think he could do a job for us. Andreas Pereira could do a job for us. Twan Zebe could do a job for us. You've got yeah. all these youth prospects. If you could bring them in and try and blood them in, at least you know who's the dead wood. You've been watching Chelsea. Sounds like no, Chelsea. we know who the dead wood is. We know who the dead wood is, don't we? I mean, anyone Van Hal pretty much signed apart from Martial. I mean, Blind, Blind Darmian, yeah. I'd argue Rojo is... I'd, Good six months. Hasn't done well since he's come back. Well, he's, he it's, it's stay in my team ahead of the Chuckle right? Brothers. Yeah, I agree with you. Chuckle Brothers out for sure. Um, we Remember in the West Brom game, we've still got the same back five that Fergie had five yeah, years ago. I know, it's brilliant. Right? So there's the dead wood. It's not, you know, the dead wood's there. You can't flog them. Inject youth into it. Inject well, well, something Well, in else. order to inject youth, don't I need to work from A, desperation, or B, momentum? Neither of which apply, because in our mediocrity, we're actually doing okay, because we're second. We're best of the rest. So m- my idea is, we're, if we're, you're looking we're for second, momentum... We're second, but the fact of the matter is, and I hate this, we've got a free-scoring team from up the road. In yeah, Liverpool, no, who I, are two I, points li- behind no, us. I agree. Liverpool two and Tottenham are monsters at the minute. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah, the I thing that, that I think that's our, part of our anxiety. Yes, we are second, and yes, we were sixth, and actually, that is pretty good from where we were this time last year. What, still, what is still hard? In the FA Cup, you still, still in, got, the put, in the Champions League. League. Got a good draw in the Champions right, League. Right. That looks good. But the thing that gets us anxious, the thing that makes us react in the way that we react after things like Sunday, is one City having the greatest season ever. But two, Liverpool and Tottenham being, frankly, just better to watch than us. And one thing we can't take is actually, we're not good to watch. We are not good to watch and we're not playing the way that we're used to. It's pragmatic. We're not going for games. We're not killing games. We're not attacking games. That was the first point of, of, of Sunday against Newcastle. We did not attack the game in the first half hour of it. We didn't try. This is Newcastle. We're basically a championship side and we didn't attack the game. 
And that's the frustration I think we're all really feeling. Yeah, I, I would 100% agree with you in that. Nevertheless, it is our job to put a team together and a system together uh, for the next game against Huddersfield, which I still am a little nervous of, even <laughs> though we won, because he's going to rotate the squad. He's going to play other people. This may well be Aaron uh, opportunity for some of them younger players to get in. Cause I he's don't, I, have to keep I don't think it will be, though. I really don't think it will be. You don't think Blind Herrera... I think, mate, you might see Blind, you might see Rocco, you might see Herrera, but I think he's... Goalkeeper would be different. Well, Luke Shaw... Nothing wrong injured. with Sergio Ramirez. Luke Shaw... Well, De Gea won't play, will he? There'll be a better rotation. A better rotation, but I can't see... Lukaku will play. Lukaku he'll play, play. He'll let Pogba play himself back in. I think he'll play Sancho and, as well. And he'll play. Um, I would play. Mata. I would play Carrick, Matic, and Pogba in right. my midfield three. I'd have Sanchez on the left, Lukaku up front, and Martial on the right. I think he sees the FA Cup as a trophy, and he wants a trophy, and he wants to win it. Full back is Luke Shaw will come in. Rojo will come back in. We'll probably be stuck. Mm, one of the Chuckle Brothers one, Jones, Jones, Jones will probably stay in and Lindelof might be right back or he'll keep Valencia in and what about the kid who Rashford no we just talked about the, the, the kid there that we haven't named him which which one? Jeez, my head is gone. You've just talked about the kids, so Alex talking about... Oh, Scott McTominay. McTominay yeah. McTominay yeah. could get a game. I mean, yeah, depends how he plays with Matic. Because Matic has looked tired the last couple of months. Yeah, he I took think. him off. He'll give I mean, him a break. He, he was by far not our worst player. No, but he's you not know, overall, he, I'd say. No, but you wouldn't normally take him I, I, th- I think he's carrying the midfield to an extent. I know, but I don't. I think he's weighing on, on him because he's not, he looks tired to me. Bear in mind what he was doing and dominating games the first three months and playing really well. The last couple... You can't, you can't been expect him. You can't expect him to do all the work for your colleagues around you for three months solid and go to. He did at no, Chelsea, and that's why I've been, we, 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 he is more notable in his absence at Chelsea. Yeah, but that's why I've been banging on about the midfield all day or all night here because I think that's a massive problem for us, and that's what you'll find in the summer as to who he we should go look to buy. Spend, he's if you think about two hundred pounds, two hundred million on a, on a, on defenders. Uh, you know, they bid £65 million for Mahrez. If you think about how much money Man City has spent, and he has now signed the extension, if Jose Mourinho has signed an extension, and well, we know he has, then we know that there was a piece of paper somewhere with, we promised to give you X amount I, of money. You know, when it comes to the summer, and God, I can't wait for the summer. We're only 11 games to the end of the season. It feels like it's gone fast, but for me, it's kind of dragging out now a bit. I was we're hanging on. The first player I'd go and buy is the, the midfielder from Lazio. Fran, Fra- what, Milos Saivic or Jorginho? Milos Saivic. It's Milos Saivic. Jorginho's at Napoli. Milos yeah. Saivic. You know what? He'd cure a lot of things. I'd go and get a centre-off and I'd go and get a right-back. Then, I think we're not going to do if too bad. If Bailly was playing, though, it wouldn't be But who's going to partner Bailly? One of the Chuckle Brothers. To be fair to or Phil Rojo. Jones, I'll give Phil Jones this over Smalling. Phil Jones will put his head in a situation. Yesterday, Shelby, was, Shelby, in the of Shelby pulls a trigger. <laughs> Jones is there. You know what? Fair enough. He'll put his, he'll put his whatever's Phil on Phil Jones's feet are so bad, he'd rather head it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no surprise that Southgate has, not dropped, has dropped Smalling because of his feet. He's told him. He can't pass it. In the Europa League final, there's a quote afterwards. Mourinho says, don't you kick it, Smalling. Don't, not with your feet. Don't be passing it. This is a Manchester United centre-half you're talking about. <laughs> the fact I mean, that he's ridiculous. been there for eight years and he hasn't been found out yet properly. Well, 
I don't know. I watched the Chelsea game, the five nil last season. I mean, he was he's always due. I mean, this is the thing about the pair of them. They go about three games. You think, oh, this is it. You know, <laughs> this is it. Like, this is the bit when he's going to be the new Duncan Jack- Edwards. Jack- this is the bit when he's going to be the new Rio Ferdinand. Then Phil Jones scores an own goal with his wrong another, foot. Another uh, one. Another one. And Smalling dives forty-five yards from his own goal. Oh, oh, like well, hold on a minute. Didn't he nearly no. give away the? If we were on, there was a penalty. Wasn't as well. that a penalty? Yeah. There's a stat. Smalling never made. A successful tackle on Sunday. Never made a successful tackle. Right? And he has to play. It's ridiculous. I mean, it must be a prank. It's got to be. We've been murked by Real Fernand or something. Surely. <laughs> Rio. Surely. Do you reckon the man your village would do a turn for us? You know, just like, you know, out of retirement. He's got a bad back. He'd do better than them. Stick him on his own. He'd do much I'd better. I'd rather have every back if he's at West Ham. Oh, you know, I'll tell you some of our old players, isn't it? Left back, Pat. Uh, you I know, know, but nostalgia will kill us all, Eddie. It always does. It's, you know, and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, just yeah. in life, and nostalgia yeah. will end us what all. If, what if, the, pro- what if. the problem with us is we've been treated so much for so long. You know, I, I was I was watching clips of Sir Alex Ferguson in his most angriest press conference yesterday, and I was getting all tear, very misty eyed yesterday. Just, and I said to my mum, "I go, don't you miss him?" She goes, "Actually, yeah." My mum hates football. She's like. I actually, I actually miss him, you know. What's we, good we about those him. Ferguson clips, though, now because of YouTube, is they automatically subtitle them. <laughs> <laughs> the best one was we, we, we played, we played, we played in a final, and he's there with the United press officer, and he's just like, "Who's he? Who's he?" And she's just like, "Oh, him." I'll tell you later. He goes, "Friday's banned. He's out. He's out. He's gone." Brilliant. But I let let me bring you back to this fact: we hadn't won a league title in twenty six years. Oh, no, you know, and well. it took Sir Alex Ferguson what six, seven, six it was, years. It took four years to win a trophy. For him. Six years FA to FA build him, a, 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 a league-winning and, squad. And, and yeah. Cantona. Jose Mourinho is a winner. I'm not going to sit here and turn around and go, "Yeah, I wanted Mourinho when you know we were looking for a manager." If it was up to me, I would have gone for Pochettino for a reason because I think he plays good football, and you know what, he's got the potential to go and win. But people will always bark about he's would a winner. We have he's won a winner. Anything he's... If Pochettino Ex- well, there you go. Because Mourinho's a winner. Football. I want to win. Tottenham. I want to win trophies. Don't That's you? it. That's what I'm saying. He came. We can and do both. Won. You can do both. It is possible to do both, and we shouldn't settle for the ambition of just accepting one of those things. We can do both. We always have done both. We are the standard bearers for all that kind of thing. And we have to hold them account to be able to do it. Teams don't fear Old Trafford anymore. No, and that's been like they a good fear it. What's the, five um, years what, like what, that. What's this? Story? I, I, I've got to round up soon because I've got to talk about Huddersfield and the bandwidth is coming to an end. But what is this story that I'm hearing? It keeps coming back about conversations that are happening between supporters uh, and management about the lack of atmosphere at the Theatre of Dreams. Have you heard this story? Yeah, but it's it's unfortunately Old Trafford is is a tourist spot, and I'll, I'll very very quickly take you back to a story. I went to a game uh, a couple of seasons ago. We were playing. It was a European game. It was a Liverpool game in the, in the Europa League semi final, quarter final. It was yeah. under Van Hal. And we get beat. Um, don't we? Yeah, and if you go to the back of Old Trafford on the corner of the Stretford End and the South Stand. There's where the players come in, and as usual, there's a horde of tourists, and there's me, who's part of the Manchester United Trust, aka the Anti Glazer Brigade. Ed Woodward walks out, and there's just people rushing up to Ed. Can I have your autograph? Ed, can I have your autograph? And there's my lot telling him where to stick it. You Those know? fans need rounding up. You know, at the end of the that. day, I used to be a K stander. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. Gives a song, Aaron. K stand like? gives a song. K stand, <laughs> but not anymore because. That whole side of the ground now 
is tour and when Manchester United got taken over by the Glazers, the first commercial deal they signed was with Thomas Cook. It was called Thomas Cook Dream Breaks. And what you got was a match ticket, a night in a Premier Inn for something like £100. You know what? Bring them all in. That's what they've done. I've, they've brought them all in. But that's, no. you know what? I'd, in a way, Business. I would defend the Glazers Business. by saying that was happening right in the 90s when Peter Kenyon took charge. This talk about atmosphere has been a 20-year conversation at least, and it's down to a few things. One is the prices went up a lot, priced the local people out to go from match to match. It just did. The second thing was kickoff times changed, mm. so the same people couldn't go. No surprise that night games at Old Trafford can still have that atmosphere. The third thing, I think, for the recent downturn in it's atmosphere is in expectation, big, and big our expectations of what we're used to are not being matched by what, what we're seeing on the pitch. And therefore, people are a little bit more apathetic about what they're watching. And I went to the game uh, after the derby before Christmas, and I was like a morgue for obvious reasons post-derby. But I was even more shocked. Just in, Even something happened. It was just so flat. Very quickly, my favourite nights were always, you know, the early sort of April, May European nights where the sun's setting over Old Trafford yeah. and you got the mist just coming United, off Real it. Madrid was Real Madrid, was and you know what? For that. The atmosphere. When I think back to Roma, when I think back to Barcelona, the skulls go. When I think back to those the games, seven one, and you know what? Yeah. The seven one, the expectation. I remember my dad, my my late dad, coming up to me, going, "You know what, son? One nil, one nil. We'll take a one nil." 7-1. And you know what? The place was rocking. The fact of the matter that is... was the best football I've seen, ever saw at United that match. I, and it was the best football we ever played in that game. What, and Alan Smith was, was up front. And Alan, in that game. It was an incredible game. What a finish. In the, way, in the way that we played that day. But I go back to my third point. That's about expectations and the quality of players we had. We expected it and we were up for it. And right now, we, we, we know they're not there you, yet. You know what, though? In that season, the 06-07 season, that title meant the most to me because there was years what was it two years and that song Mourinho are you listening you know what we had a depleted squad we had a one-legged Louis Saha up front Rooney went injured we signed Henrik Larsson who was 442 brilliant you know what there wasn't an expectation like we're gonna go and slam the title but we were grinding out results and I remember Fulham away, Ronaldo, what a goal. I remember the stand just shaking. Yeah. And then going to Anfield the next week and John O'Shea. That was the season for me that it all just, yeah, and something for, and just Ed, clicked. And Eddie and I are just a little bit older. So we can remember that 06 season as being a return to what we were remembering for the last 20 years before yeah, when yeah. it started in 93. So we've seen 25 years of it. And that's why I fall asleep on Sunday watching Newcastle away because I'm watching it going it's but, but nothing think, like I'm used to yeah you're right Curly but maybe the most salient point made tonight is that of, of, of Aaron's which is that you know if we do have a unless we want to be like I don't know I suppose when you look at them now Chelsea yeah because out of the top seven I think the only team that rotate managers with frequency is Chelsea, isn't it? Mm. The others they're going to do it tonight. The others have invested, haven't they? Well, there's weird stats about whether it's best to keep a manager or get rid of one. I mean, well, Chelsea at... have been an incredibly successful, so it's and so have Real Madrid. But 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 it hasn't worked in terms of youth, in terms of future, in terms Not of very true. prayers. It doesn't work in terms of stability. It works in terms of you know keep, but they don't have the money of Manchester United, Manchester City. They don't spend that kind of money. Have you noticed that? They don't go no. in. With that big money, they anymore. buy Danny Drinkwater, Ross Barkley, Ross Barkley. That's where that's where they're shopping. I right I, now, I have a feeling, and and sort of being being a London football journalist, I have a feeling that Roman Abramovich is losing interest. 
something just tells me he's losing interest in that club. If he was Big losing club. interest, we wouldn't be talking about their manager. I think there's probably something gone in Russia. There's some, there's some Putin <laughs> as to why he's losing Oil. interest. His pipe's got <laughs> a hole in There'll it. be some geopolitics. His pipe's got a hole in it. So, going on. so we've talked not at all about Huddersfield, who of course uh, had quite a good game, didn't they? They didn't beat Bournemouth. They beat Bournemouth, yeah. and they're going to be tough because they turned us over in the league game there. Yeah, and, and we're live on TV, aren't we, on uh, Saturday oh, night? Yes. So, so look, but I think that you know there would be disaster. We would start talking about. All sorts of things. Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, if, if, oh, if we're going to win, Eddie. Things. We're going to win on the weekend. I'm confident we'll win. We'll attack we'll, we'll the game. Be, we'll, like you we'll be poor for 75 minutes, game, score two win. scrappy goals, and we'll be very happy. We'll Somebody's, be 3-0 up by half-time. There you go. You've got to take. Their kicked, and they're going to come out meaning business. That, exactly. Okay, so let's um, say thank you very much for everybody for joining us. Pleasure. Uh, Eddie, Curly, and Aaron. Aaron's going to read us out, because uh, we are Manchester United. And uh, our, our, our blood uh, runs through our veins as red. Uh, but, you know, we like history, don't we? We love history. So just uh, a bit of a sort of a mini uh, commemoration of Munich. It was a lovely service. I watched it on, on, on the 6th. Um, and I thought it'd be quite fitting to read the last uh, few lines of uh, the flowers of Manchester um, because it means quite a lot. Um, so the last few lines go, England's finest football team, its record truly great, its proud successes mocked by a cruel turn of fate. Eight men will never play again who met destruction there. The flowers of English football, the flowers of Manchester. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To to reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.